Welcome to another episode of the CHL Top 10 Show presented by Kia. I'm Scott Van Kunit. In this week's show, fresh off a stint in the ECHL, Luke Prokop stops by to tell us what it's like to play for a team he beat for a championship last season, building chemistry with his new teammates, and the opportunity to play for another championship. Plus, QMJHL leading scorer Jordan Dumay fills us in on his incredible run to start the season, being a leader on a young Halifax Moosehead squad, and what they have to do to take the next step as a team. Here's one of Seattle's latest additions, Luke Prokop. Joining me now is Nashville Predators prospect and one of the newest Seattle Thunderbirds, Luke Prokop. Luke, thanks for taking the time out today to join me. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time today. So what what was your initial reaction to finding out that uh, you were coming back to the WHL but headed to Seattle? Yeah, it was a little bit of a chaotic um couple of weeks there for me um obviously I think I learned a lot playing uh, a few months in pro hockey and um was really excited to to come back to Seattle uh knowing that they have a good team I have a lot of buddies on this team and um bringing what I learned in pro hockey to this team and um you know hopefully making a long playoff run and winning a championship well, talk about that that move a little bit you you go from Norfolk who's on the you know, the extreme East Coast to Seattle, who's all the way on the other side of the country on the West Coast. Yeah, it was different. Uh, I think the day before my first game, I had a 22-hour travel day, uh, just kind of getting all my things in order. Um, but, I mean, it was it was nice living out there, a bit different, and um, got to play some, some good hockey out there as well. Any messages from Nashville before you came back to Seattle? Um, I think for them, just, just making sure that I'm, I'm working on the things that they want me to work on and, um, making sure that I'm keeping up my pro habits and, and not, you know, falling back into a, a junior mindset. Um, you know, thinking that I am a pro player playing in junior, um, was one of their big things for me and, um, uh, making sure every night that, you know, uh, whether that's practice or a game, um, you know, being the hardest guy, hardest working guy on the ice, um, and the, the hardest guy to play against. So keeping that in mind, how does this year's move from Norfolk to Seattle compared to last year from Edmonton or from Calgary to Edmonton? Um, I mean, I, I think you look at it like, uh, you know, Calgary was, was a decent team last year. Um, you know, in Norfolk, we weren't winning a lot of games. Um, so I think that also factored into the decision to send me back. Um, and then again, both going both uh, really good teams last year to Edmonton, this year to Seattle, have a chance to win a championship and be a big contributor to a championship team. Um, it's something that, you know, I was really looking forward to being a part of and um, Nashville was on board with it as well. Now that you've had a little bit of time to reflect on your championship win with Edmonton last year, you know, there, there are few teams or few players that get to win championships, even fewer that get to do it in their, in their own hometown just what was that moment like for you now that you can yeah, reflect it was extremely, on it it was extremely special or special sorry um i think the group of the group of guys we had in that locker room was was unbelievable we were such a tight-knit group we were always doing things uh outside of the rink whether that be you know just watching hockey games or or doing little stuff together um and and that made going to the rink every day really enjoyable um seeing the smiles on their faces and um and then i mean getting getting to go home and you know my I'm going home to my family and my mom's cooking and just little things like that that they add up and 
for them, you know, my, all my friends and my family to be there at the finals, uh, to come out on the ice after to hold a trophy with me was, is something I'll, I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Now, obviously you, you fell short at the Memorial cup. So you come back to Seattle. They're currently the sixth ranked team in the Kia CHL top 10 rankings, you know, joining only Winnipeg, Quebec and Sherbrooke as the only teams that have been ranked in all eight weeks. Um, what was the message or, or what's your role going to be with this team? Like what did coach Odette or Bill LaForge uh, tell you before you suited up in your first game? Um, I think, well, for my first game, they didn't want me to, um, you know, think too much, just kind of play with instincts. But, um, you know, I think my role here, I mean, I am 20, one of the three 20 year olds being an older guy um, expected to take on a leadership role, which I'm totally comfortable doing and, um, you know, helping the, the younger guys with the league. Um, it is a difficult and, and hard and it will be a, hopefully a long year for us. So making sure that they feel included and um, are feeling good mentally and physically. Um, and then on the ice as well, you know, I know that uh, I'm going to be dependent on to, you know, play different roles, different situations. Um, you know, I expect some of our guys to go to world juniors and I'll have to step up then and um, just making sure I'm being really coachable and playing whatever role that the, the team needs me to. What can you take from last year, you know, where you went from Calgary to Edmonton, who was such a good team? And I know it was only after a few games, but and bring it to this year and, and you know, just fitting in seamlessly in that in that locker room and not disrupting the chemistry. Because, you know, obviously they are a, a team that's rolling right now. Yeah, um, I think for me, um, just making sure that I'm not trying to do too much uh, on the ice, just trying to play my game and help all the guys on the ice. Um, I think off the ice is, is kind of somewhere where I'm really focused on right now. Um, again, looking back last year of, of how tight-knit of a group we had, um, I think that really helped us on the ice with our chemistry. Um, and so trying to trying to do things away from the rink, whether that be going to a movie or hockey games or just doing little stuff together. Uh, I know the guys, you know, we played football a bunch together. Um, uh, after practice and stuff like that going out to eat um, just little things that help build chemistry that you know make you make you want to work for the guy next to you you know when when there's a, a tight tight game or um, you know things maybe aren't going so well you you rally rally the troops and, and go forward does it make it easier with with some more Edmonton natives on the team you know Siona and Davidson and then Gustafson and Schaefer might as well be from Edmonton yeah, it, it helps a lot. I think, especially at the start, being a new guy, um, trying to fit in, find your, find, you know, you know, the group of guys that, you know, you, you hang out with, you know, quite often. Um, it's nice. I'm, I'm living with Scone. So he's, he's been helping me transition uh, to the team really smoothly. And I went to school with Jared. Um, I played, played two years of hockey with Crank. So um, it's a good group. It's a really good group of guys. And, um, you know, they're helping me fit in quite well. Is it weird playing for the team that you won a championship against last year in that tough six game series? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think I, I realized how good of a team they were last year. You know, we didn't, we never played them. Um, so game one was kind of an eye opener for us for, of how good of a team uh, Seattle really is. And, um, you know, when I got the news that I was coming back and coming back here, that was something that really excited me. Um, you know, I knew the kind of group that they had in this locker room and I knew that I could make an impact and, and with my experience um, in that playoff run last year and bring it to this team. 
Um, but yeah, it is a little bit awkward. Um, sometimes I have to uh, stop myself from making jokes or something like that because I know it's a little sore spot, um, especially it only being a few months, few months ago. So um, I give it to Siona a little bit once in a while, but I know he can take it. So it's, it's all fun. And your, your first game in Seattle, you, you score first goal of the season. So it must have been nice to get on the, the right side of the Seattle fans. Yeah, I think so. Um, I was actually laughing with scones. I think that uh, when my name got announced, I started the game. I think when I, my name got announced, there was, you know, a lot of cheers, but I think there were a, a couple of boos in there as well, too. Uh, same with when I scored. But I mean, again, when we came to, when we came here for games three and four, um, I'd only played here once ever before that. And I knew that they had good fans, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't know we were going into that kind of atmosphere. Um, so, you know, getting to play for these fans, uh, every home game is, is something special and something I'm going to look forward to for, for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's one thing to play on a good team, but how much nicer is it to play on a, a good team that has a great fan base as well? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, they just they just rally around you so much. Like, you know, I get chills every time I step out on the ice and I hear that chant that they have going on. And, um, you know, whether that being a big hit or a block shot, they're always, you know, always hyping us up and, um, you know, bringing positive energy to the group. Well, like I said earlier, you know, Seattle's one of the four teams that's been ranked in the Kia CHL top 10 rankings all year long. Uh, they add you. And now they've gone out and added Nolan Allen from PA and just earlier today, Ty Hurley from Swift Current. So how do you help those two guys adjust to the, to the locker room as well? Yeah, I think, I mean, it'll be, it'll be a transition for them. Like it was for me um, again, just making them feel integrated, and, you know, doing stuff away from the rink always helps, um, you know, always, I mean, I'm still learning the drills and some of the systems and stuff like that. So um, I might not be the go-to guy at that moment or in this moment right now, but um, just helping them along the way with you know, whatever questions that they have or little things that I didn't know when I got here that I can tell them um, when they get here, whether that be tomorrow or, or the day after that. Obviously, you, you played a lot against Nolan Allen in the past. What do you think he's going to bring to your roster? Um, I think the one thing that I noticed right away from Nolan was just the sturdiness he plays with. He's a very steady defenseman. Um, he doesn't, it reminds me a lot of me, like he doesn't make, uh, make a lot of mistakes or doesn't let a lot get to him. He's, he's, he's pretty calm and contained and um, nothing really frazzles him. Um, and then he has that offensive flair too when, when he needs it. Um, so I think, I think he'll be a really good and key addition for our team moving forward. Is there a buzz in the in the dressing room right now with, you know, with excitement, with the moves and, you know, everybody obviously realizes that you guys are going for it? Yeah, I think so. Um, there there's there's quite a bit of a buzz and, you know, it just shows that the the management and the owners have have belief in this group that, you know, we have a chance to do something special. Um, and, you know, that that gives us a sense of confidence that they, the the management is behind us and um, you know, willing to do whatever it takes to make this team um, a championship team. And it's up to us now to get on the ice and practice and work every day and, you know, um, you know, play our, to our identity and um, go win some games and have a long year. How much did you uh, follow along with the dub while, while you were in the coast? Uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, for, for a while there, I was still with Edmonton. So, uh, I was watching all their games for when, when I could. 
um, when I was, when I got traded to Seattle, I was keeping in touch with, with the guys I knew on the team, like Siona and Davidson and, and Kovic. Um, you know, after whenever they had a game, I would check in, see how the game was going. Uh, always looking at the highlights, stuff like that. And, um, you know, just the thought of it, um, making sure that, you know, if I, if I went back, uh, just knowing kind of some of the systems that they play in and, um, things like that, getting familiar with it, if I went back or not. So uh, I kept tabs on, on both teams quite a bit. Well, I'll ask you uh, about the Winnipeg Ice, who are, you know, the the top-ranked team in the in the KSHL top ten rankings right now. Um, you know, you played against them last year. Um, what do you see from them? Obviously, they're going to be one of the teams to beat this year, uh, coming out of the East. So, what do you think you guys need to do to be able to to beat Winnipeg this year? Well, I mean, first we got to get through three teams to to play them uh, in the finals. But if if that matchup does happen um you know they're they're an extremely skilled team um who have a lot of high flyers and you know running gun guys um played played against a few of them for my entire careers played with some of them for a lot of my career as well too um but i mean i don't want to look too far into the future uh i just know that you know when that when that time comes or if that time comes you know we're going to be prepared we're going to be ready to play our game and um, not so much play to their style but you know try to make them play our style game is it is it more exciting this year knowing that two WHL teams make it to the Memorial Cup? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, for us, it's uh, I think maybe a little bit more nerve wracking because um, you know it's Kamloops. We could be playing them, you know, whenever in the playoffs. Um, so it might be more more exciting for the East side because you know if, if Kamloops makes it and um, whoever wins the East is automatically in, but. Um, no, it's, it's, it's nice for the league, I think, to, to finally host it. I know COVID kind of ruined things with Kelowna, um, but just to get the, the spotlight in, in the WHL back, I think it, it brings a nice buzz around the whole league. Well, you guys, uh, you have Everett coming to town on Saturday. Um, you know, like I said earlier, the team's playing well. Uh, what do you guys have to do to uh, keep playing well and, and get the win against Everett? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, with a lot of new faces in the lineup and faces out of the lineup, um, just keeping things simple and trying not to do too much, um, especially for me and Nolan and, and Ty, um, uh, just playing our games and playing with instincts, um, not overloading information, um, and, and just going out there and playing the game that we know how to. Um, we have a lot of skill on our team and, you know, a lot of grit as well, too. We can play both styles, so. Um, you know, we're going to try and push the pace and, you know, make, make every team we play against play our style of game um, because, you know, that's what we're most comfortable with. Luke, this has been great. Really appreciate you taking the time out to, to talk with me today. Good luck the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you, Scott. Really excited to welcome QMJHL leading scorer, Columbus Blue Jackets prospect from the Halifax Mooseheads, Jordan Dumay. Jordan, how are you doing this evening? Doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. Jordan, you, like, I, like I mentioned off the top, you're leading the queue in scoring with, with 42 points in only 19 games, just a point behind Connor Bedard for the, for the CHL lead. And then, you know, you finished last year on a tear, started this year on a tear, putting up 64 points in, in the, from the start to the, or for the end of last year to the start of this year in just 23 games. So what kind of clicked for you 
uh, last April that made you go on such a heater? Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, I think everything was just clicking, obviously, back then. Um, I mean, our team was obviously on a tear, too, at that point. I mean, we were doing really well, and uh, obviously, when the team's playing well, it helps me a lot. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, just when things start clicking, you have a lot of momentum, especially as a line. Um, I think everything's going well, and uh, I think it still is right now. So, Well, you mentioned line, and you've got, you know, sometimes you're playing with Vitacek and Cataford. Sometimes you're you're playing with Biasca. Um, does that just show how close of a group that you guys are that you can play with whoever in a line and you guys have chemistry yeah exactly i mean we've always been a young team and uh part of that is uh for the past three years i mean most of the guys are on my team three years ago i mean some of them are still with me now and uh, obviously with those guys like you said biaska vidicek even guys like furlong i mean um three years together i mean obviously it builds chemistry and uh obviously shows on the ice so do you consider yourself more of a, a goal scorer or a playmaker uh consider myself more of a playmaker i mean uh, i do focus on my scoring a bit more now and uh, i think i'm definitely a goal scorer but my my natural instincts is a pass first type of guy so who's the favorite guy on the team to set up yeah, i'd say right now probably Catterford. i mean uh, i like getting him one timers like he likes two so now you've already you've already got four game winning goals this season five all of last year um obviously you're you're older but do you like being that that go-to guy, the clutch guy for the team? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, like uh, like you said, 5-4 this year. I mean, uh, I like being relied on by my coach, and uh, I like that he trusts me. And uh, also, he did last year, too. But um, now that the, some of the older guys are gone, I mean, it is really on me. And uh, I'm just trying to do my job. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to come in clutch for my team. So, How have you grown from last year to this year as a player? I think I've definitely matured a lot. I mean, I think every game, every practice, I'm always trying to get better. And, uh, you know, I mean, all the little details, I think uh, throughout the years here in Halifax, especially, I mean, I think I've gotten a lot better. And, uh, yeah, playing older guys, especially being here at 16, 17, I mean, I learned a lot from those guys, especially guys like Denoyer and uh, even Justin Barron. And, uh, yeah, I think everything right now is just paying off. So, What are, you know, maybe a, one or two of the most important things that you you learned from Denoyer or, or Barron? I mean, just how how big of leaders they are. I mean, obviously, we all know how good they are on the ice, but um, I mean, off the ice, they're so unselfish and uh, they're so welcoming and they're they're such nice guys. Especially when I came in at sixteen, I mean, uh, I mean, they were so nice to me and uh, I was really welcoming. And uh, I was playing at Dinwiddie since I was sixteen, so just being on his line and uh, him supporting me along the way and giving me tips and all that helps a lot. So, and how has that helped form you as a leader to the to the young kids that are coming in now? Yeah, I mean, the way that, like like I said, they treated me like the Desi and all of them. I mean, uh, I know how it feels now, whether uh, whether I wasn't getting treated well with some guys or the guys like Desi helped a lot. I mean, now I just want to be one of those good guys for the younger guys. Every year, I mean, we're young and we're young guys in Halifax. I mean, we're bringing a lot of 16-year-olds, so I'm just trying to be good for them like uh, some guys were for me. So, 16 goals in 19 games. So I know you said you're more of a playmaker, but th those are pretty good numbers too. And your your shooting percentage has gone up in each of your three years in the league. So what do you do to to work on your shot or your accuracy of your shot? Yeah, you know, I mean, in practice, I'm always not just shooting at the net. I'm usually uh, shooting certain spots, maybe for instincts and such as. But um, I mean, obviously, I think uh, I think scoring is a big mental thing, and uh, I just think uh, mentally, if I'm prepared to score, and I tell myself to score and little things like that. I mean, I think uh, pays off. So, what do you do? 
to get your confidence back once, you know, if you've had a couple of bad games or something like that, what is, was Jordan Dumay do to get back on track? You know, I just try to put my mind in a good spot. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of hockey, uh, personally, I think it's a lot of mental and uh, just giving yourself confidence sometimes. I mean, maybe if you want to go look at some of your old goals, if you're not scoring and just, just get those instincts in you. I mean, I think it's a good thing and uh, maybe visualize a bit. But um, yeah, I think just being a good spot mentally. I mean, uh, obviously, when you're not doing good, you're going to be down. And uh, especially when you're down, not doing good. I mean, that's uh, that's when it goes really south. So, I mean, if you're still confident, even during a drought, I mean, uh, I think you're going to bounce back even harder. So You haven't really had to worry about that recently, though, have you? Not so much, no, but uh, it has a lot through my career. So, well, like you said at the at the start, you guys finished last year really strong. I think it was on a seven game win streak, um, but lost in the first round of the playoffs. How did uh, how did that finish help improve you guys going into this season? Yeah, I mean, obviously we learned a lot from that series. I mean, we did it go up two nothing and then got reverse swept, but um. Obviously, it was really unfortunate at the time, and it still is to this day every time we play Bathurst. But um, I think in the long run, I think uh, just going through those emotions, I think, uh, I think it builds up a little fire in us. And uh, I think next, especially next playoffs, I mean, we're going to be ready and to make sure it doesn't happen again. So, You guys are second place in the Eastern Conference behind only the Quebec Ramparts, who are the second-ranked team in the KSCHL Top 10 rankings. Um, so what do you guys still – need to improve upon to take that next step yeah i mean all the little things obviously i mean uh like i said obviously we're young but i'm um, at this point it's not really an excuse and uh i do think uh, we're old enough and we have the talent to be a winning team and uh, definitely go for the mem cup but um yeah i mean just little things i mean uh, we're really well coached here i mean uh every day we're learning new things putting new things in our system so i just think being systematic and uh, just being close as a team i think is gonna take us far so I mentioned the, the the top 10 rankings and you guys have been right around the rankings all season long so far, either in an honorable mention or, or just in, and this is the first week that, that you've been out, but does that help build a little bit more confidence in the dressing room, seeing that you're considered one of the 10 to 13 best teams in the, in the league? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. I mean, obviously when we all look at it, I mean, it's cool to be up there and uh, along those other teams and stuff, but um. Yeah, I mean, obviously we just went through a little tough stretch, but um, at the end of the day, I mean, I think we're just going to learn from it. Um, I think it happens to every team where you lose a few games in a row. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all we have to do is just learn from it and uh, just bounce back uh, whenever, especially this weekend. So, Now, you guys have only lost five games in regulation this season, um, but you're currently on a three-game slide. So what do you guys have to do this weekend against St. John to to get out of that slide? Yeah, I think the main thing is just putting all those three games that we just lost behind us and just focusing on what we usually do. I mean, obviously, uh, we just lost three straight, but um, we did win a lot uh, straight before that. So, I mean, obviously, like I said, just put those games behind us and just go back to what we're doing before. And, uh, yeah, just, just showing up a leader, a character every game and, uh, you know, just competing the whole 60. So Now, you, you've played St. John once this year and, and you kind of ran over them 7 nothing. So... What do you guys have to do to not underestimate them and maybe take your foot off the gas and, and potentially get beat? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you don't have to take them lightly. I mean, they, they are going to have a few extra guys that didn't have last game, so we all know that. And uh, we know they're going to be a better team. I mean, obviously, you know they're, they're not one of the top in Canada, but obviously, we just can't take them lightly at all. That's when everything goes south. So, And we, we sort of touched on them earlier, and, and Matthew Catterford, you know, he's only two goals off of his his rookie full season numbers last year. So maybe give us a scouting report on him. 
Yeah, I mean, I, he's a two-way player, obviously. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of flaws in his game. I mean, he can play wing, he can play center. I mean, uh, I'm on his line. Uh, depends on the shift. He might be center, might be winger, so he's very versatile. But um, yeah, obviously, he's a great guy off the ice. I mean, uh, he's great defensively. He could put the puck in the net. He is a un- unbelievable hockey IQ, so I think that's why he clicked the most. So, I mean, uh, I think he's a great player, one of the best in the draft. So, just, uh, hoping for the best for him, so. You were drafted by Columbus in the third round this this summer, uh, you know, in Montreal, basically your hometown. What was that moment like for you? Yeah, it was unbelievable, obviously. I mean, uh, obviously the draft itself is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but um, just the fact that I was at home, it was just made it so much better. And uh, having a bunch of my family there, all my grandparents, some of my cousins, I mean, uh, it was a great experience, obviously, and uh, one I'll never forget. So, yeah, what What did it mean to you to be able to share it with all of them? Yeah, it was great. I mean, obviously, they've helped me so much along the way. I mean, whether it's my close family or not, I mean, whoever has been in my life in the past, obviously, um, has to do with the draft. And uh, it was just so great to do it in front of all of them and just get drafted. And uh, obviously, it's good for me, but it's obviously uh, it's obviously good for them, too. I mean, uh, yeah, just showing that their hard work towards me paid off. So. And what did you take away from Columbus's camp? And, and did they give you any messages coming back into this season? Yeah, it was great over there. I mean, uh, playing with those uh, those superstars, the best players in the world. I mean, I think I, I learned a lot, and uh, it was obviously a lot of fun. I mean, you, you don't know too much uh, once you go into it. You don't really know too much of it. But um, I mean, once you get on the ice with all the guys for a bit, I mean, you kind of realize and you just try to fit in. So, I mean, uh, it was great overall. Do you pick up on, uh, you know, what it's like to be a pro a little bit more, seeing some of those other guys in, in either the the weight room or just around the rink, how they how they act? Yeah, definitely. The, all the way that they uh, carry themselves off the ice. I mean, you obviously, you could tell whether uh, they're all pros, obviously. I mean, especially when you go back to whether it's junior or not, you could tell the big difference, how how leaders they are and just how they carry themselves off the ice. So, I mean, uh, it was great looking at those guys and the learning from them. So, I was talking to Craig Button uh, a couple of weeks ago and and, and you came up and, and we talked about how you you didn't get invited to the top prospects game last year, but then you went on such a tear and, and you got drafted and you kind of used that snub, at least in our eyes, as motivation throughout the year. And and now um, with the way that you've started the season, Craig mentioned that you could be a candidate for the world juniors this year. And if not this year, then next year, is it nice to start getting some recognition, some personal recognition on your game? It's definitely nice. I mean, obviously, it was all things like uh, the prospects game and all that. I mean, obviously, it's uh, it sucked in the moment. I didn't get invited, but um, at the end of the day, just my personality, I just kind of forget about those things and just go do back, uh, go back to doing my own thing. So, I mean, when all those things happen, I mean, I just, like I said, just try to bounce back and uh, use it as motivation. So, what would it mean to you to to get invited to selection camp for for the World Junior Team? Yeah, it'd be unbelievable. Obviously, I mean, uh, obviously, being re- representing Team Canada would be would be great, and uh, obviously, playing all those great players. I mean, that we have in Canada. I mean, it'd be unbelievable experience, especially that's in Halifax. So, now one of your teammates who who hasn't played yet, uh, Zachary Larue, is another guy who'd be uh, considered for that team if if he was healthy. And I, I hear he's getting close to returning. So, what kind of an impact will he make when he gets back into the lineup? Yeah, I think should be here in the next week or two on the ice. But um, I mean, obviously it's gonna help a lot. I mean, obviously he's a his veteran presence, but um, obviously not just that. I mean, he's on the ice. I mean, uh, such a great player, obviously, and uh, I think it speaks for itself. But um, it's definitely gonna t- help our team a lot. So it's like getting a, a trade deadline acquisition without having to to give anything away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just adding on to our team. Yeah. 
Now, just to quickly touch back on on the prospects, um, what would you say to somebody that might not get invited to it this year? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think you should have to put it behind you. I mean, at the end of the day, I think a few a few months past it, it really doesn't matter what happened uh, at the prospects game or even if it's about the draft. I mean, everyone kind of forgets about it. And uh, I mean, at the end of the day, everyone just looks at you on the ice. So I mean, obviously those little uh, events are cool and all, but um, at the end of the day, it's just how you are on the ice and uh, how you re respond to it. So. Yeah, we've seen years where guys get invited to prospects and not get drafted. We see guys that aren't drafted one year sign as a free agent the next year. So obviously there's there's no reason to to get disgruntled or upset if you don't get invited, right? Exactly. Yeah, just gotta just gotta bounce back and uh, use that as motivation. Well, Jordan, this has been this has been great. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with me today. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me.